Welcome to the Prep Athletics Podcast. This is Corey Heights. Some battles. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if they got us. If they did, maybe, maybe. So you will get better as a player during that year. So it was kind of exciting. Like, oh, yeah, somebody wants me. Welcome to this episode of the Prep Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Heights. And today we're going to be discussing a topic that I probably spend more time on than any other topic uh, in the prep school world, and that is the difference between prep schools and basketball academies, all right? They are not the same thing. They kind of offer the same thing, but they're very different, and this is where I want to clear this up uh, for everyone out there watching, just to make sure you can make a smart decision when looking to attend a non-traditional public or private school. So let's start out and talk about prep schools real quick and what they are. You know, a lot of these have been around uh, for a long time. One of them, West Nottingham Academy, has been around since before the U.S. was even a country. So a lot of these places have a longevity. They're accredited. They have board of directors, uh, full-time administrators that include teachers, admission departments, school nurses, support staff, etc. They have real dorms. Uh, they have an actual campus alumni networks. The fun thing I like to say about this too is they have Wikipedia pages that talk about the school's history. Um, they have a history of placing students in college. And a lot of these places have endowments too. And we're not going to go over every single detail today. We're just going to do a, a wide big picture overview of the differences between these two places. So that's kind of a broad overview of what a prep school has. And by prep school, I'm talking about a brick and mortar school. Uh, basketball academies can be started by anyone, anywhere, at any time. Right now, during the, the course of this interview slash podcast, um, it's not an interview, it's actually just me, but during the course of this, I could start my own academy and just call it uh, Corey Heights' Basketball Academy. And that's it. I just need a van, a court, and some kids, and I've started my own academy. There's no oversight or anything. Um, think of these more as basketball-specific versus actual schools. There are some places that are associated with schools, but you can start a post-grad basketball academy and just, just have it strictly focused on basketball, which is fine. Just a nice different model than an actual prep school. Um, some of these places will pair up with a small school or a Christian school uh, that does help with the academics or helps with visas, but that is usually optional. Uh, these are newer. Uh, some of these have been around a couple months. Some have been around a few years, and they don't have the longevity that a brick-and-mortar prep school might have. There's no accountability either. So if one of these places decides to shut down on a Tuesday night in October, they can do it without any recourse, right? Uh, they might play more games. Uh, they can have more players in a program. They're not accredited, but they can also be a more affordable option too. So that's the, the big picture view of the difference between a prep school and a basketball academy. And we'll get into more uh, differences here in a second, but I want to give my story about my experiences with these places, just so you know where I'm coming from and why I feel strongly about it. Uh, in the old days, when prep athletics was still kind of figuring out what it was, I tried to help as many kids as possible. And some of those kids did not have very much money. Some of them didn't have very good grades. Some weren't the best players. So they weren't as marketable to a brick and mortar prep school. But basketball academies, I could place these kids at a place for a post-grad year for sometimes $5,000. Um, the coaches I talked to in these programs all said 
good things. They said what I wanted to hear. They said what the player wanted to hear. And even a few of these places I visited in person too to check out to make sure they'd be okay. And um, I started having too many problems and too many phone calls from parents and kids and things just weren't adding up. And it was after these experiences that I decided that I didn't want to send my players to these basketball academies. If you were not qualified to go to a brick-and-mortar prep school, then I specifically at Prep Athletics can't help you anymore. I can advise you, but I can't take you on as a client, okay? Um, And the reason is, is that these basketball academies, I just can't vouch for them. I can't go around to all the places in the country that are starting and opening up and go check them out. Uh, They don't have a long enough track record for me to look back and talk to former players and parents and ask about their experience so it's just, uh, you know, it's busy enough just working with the traditional brick-and-mortar prep schools versus worrying about all these schools that are popping up all over the place. Um, one example I had, and these are going to be some examples of some caution signs that I experienced personally with some players I placed at these places in the past. Um, I know one place kid was not getting enough to eat, so he had to get a job at a car dealership washing cars to get extra money so he couldn't you know, wouldn't be hungry at night when he went to bed. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. That's a basic need kids need when they're going to one of your programs. If you're not providing that, that's just completely unacceptable to me. I had another kid who went to a situation to where there were five kids sleeping in a room, which was only made for two, and there were kids sleeping on mattresses and floors. Mind you, none of this was ever relayed to me or the families ahead of time. If we would have known this, we never would have sent kids to these situations but these coaches slash directors told us one story, and then the reality was completely different. Okay, um, another instance was a player or a coach talking to players about cheating on his wife with a hotter, uh, younger girl, and also showing players porn. Unacceptable. Not the kind of person I want around my kids. Um, one place had uh, all their players living in one giant room above the gym. So I walked up there, stinky, uh, unorganized, bunk beds everywhere, just not sanitary living environments. Uh, one coach cussed me out because I was only sending him players that could pay $5,000 instead of thirty. even though this place didn't warrant charging anybody $30,000. So dealing with you know characters like that. Um, and yeah, every year, about sometime in the fall, whether it's September, October, October or November, Parents or kids will reach out to me saying, hey, our academy is shut down. Can you place us right now at this point in the year? And it's hard to, unless they've got money or there's a prep school that's got a bed spot open. Um, it's pretty hard to. So that's my experience with um, some school or some academies I've dealt with in the past. And after these phone calls and instances, I just said it's not worth it anymore. There might be some solid basketball academies out there. Like I said earlier, I just cannot do the due diligence to feel 100% comfortable with these places. Um, not saying they're all bad. And I'm not throwing all under the bus. You, though, as a parent or a player, must do your due diligence and figure out if this place is legit or not. And if you go to my website, prepathletics.com, and go to the blog section, I actually have an article that lists questions that you should ask basketball academy coaches or directors and make sure they feel you know, you feel comfortable getting answers to this and they can answer these questions um, easily without any pause or any, you know, you know, sketchy answers. So um, 
Let's talk about a couple things here that differentiate the two. First is tuition. All right. Basketball Academy will be cheaper. Um, but you get what you pay for sometimes, right? And I know everybody cannot pay the $65,000 tuition for some of these places, and you might not qualify for financial aid, or you're just not good enough or don't have the grades to get in these places. That's fine, okay? Not, you don't have to go to a prep school. You don't have to go to brick and mortar to reach your goals of playing in college. There are other options. But if you do go the basketball academy route, no, it will be cheaper, which is a good thing. But just know sometimes you might get a contract from a school and they're going to take you for $10,000. Well, they might send you some bogus contract that says, hey, tuition here is $50,000. But because we like you so much, we're giving you a $40,000 scholarship where you only have to pay $10,000. Well, here's a little secret. They were going to take $10,000 from the beginning. They're just putting this together to make it sound like you're getting a great deal. And you're not. All right, This is one of these used car dealer um, tricks that they pull on unsuspecting parents, which I, I don't agree with at all. Okay, so beware. The tuition is going to be different at these places. Uh, the academics are going to be different too. Some of these places, you don't have to do any academics at all. Some basketball academies offer ACT, SAT prep, and you can take the tests again, which is fine. Um, some you can retake classes through a certain school. That's fine too. And some offer classes through junior colleges or community colleges. I think that's a good idea too. Remember, this postgrad year is what you want to do with it. Some places require academics, some don't. Brick and mortar prep schools all require academics, okay? So if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Just find out from the academy what they're actually promising and what they're going to deliver, okay? But you do not need to do any academics during this year, but just, just find out what they're doing, okay? Don't make it sound, don't let, be very wary if they're sounding like a high academic institution. It's most likely that they're not. Coaching. Let's talk about coaching. In the brick-and-mortar prep school world, coaches vie for these prep school spots. They've got good um, coaching resumes. A lot of them have been former college coaches or come from other prep school programs. These are hot, hot spots to have, okay? Um, for an academy, like we mentioned earlier, anyone can start coaching, right? So what you should do when you're talking to an academy is Google the coach. Make sure they've never been in trouble with the law. You'd be amazed that if you look at some of these guys, there are criminals coaching basketball academies right now across the U.S., okay? I'm not saying there's a lot of them, but it's out there. And I'm not saying it, you can't reform yourself um, if you have committed a crime, but do you really, you know, should you be entrusted with, you know, coaching high school kids? I don't know. That's why I always say do your due diligence. If you're fine with this, that's, that's, that's okay. You can make that choice. Just know you need to do background checks on the coaches. Also ask what their placement history has been, right? They've had this place open for a couple of years. Tell me where you've placed the kids. Can I talk to a kid who's gone here and their family and find out how their experience was? What's your skill development? Um, how do you do in-game coaching, right? There are thousands of people out there, you know, tens of thousands of people that are coaches. Not all are created equal, all right? Ask tough questions. See how they answer. And really talk to kids in the program that have already been there, at these academies or prep schools. Heck, do your due diligence and make sure you talk to people that have gone to all these places to see how they answer and, and find out how their experience is. The main reason to go to a postgrad year is for placement. It's to work on your academics, work on your skills, but it's also about getting that extra year of exposure, right? And are these coaches at these academies, do they have a track record of placing kids in their program? All their kids, not just the kids that are good, all the kids that are you know, paying money to be in that program and on that team. 
Next up is food and housing. We mentioned earlier about the housing situation and how suspect that was at some places, right? What's the food like? A lot of places just get a bunch of chicken tenders um, from Costco. They get pasta, pasta sauce, Cheerios. This is cheap stuff to feed young men and young women, right? But is it well a balanced diet? No, well balanced diet costs more. Do schools do this? What is their food routine? Okay. What is their housing routine? How many roommates are you going to have? Is it a safe, clean environment? What's the transportation going to be? There's a prep school I heard, or I'm sorry, a basketball academy I heard of that didn't even have a van. They sent kids everywhere via Uber and they lived in a hotel. When a mom took her son out of there, I said, hey, why don't you send him a letter from a lawyer demanding your money back? And they said that the coaches live in the hotel too. They really don't have a permanent address I can send uh, a demand letter from a lawyer to. I mean, these are, these are red flags you should look at when you're talking to these places. Uh, next thing up, how many players are in the program? Due to COVID, there is such a demand for post-grad that prep schools are starting second teams, basketball academies are popping up everywhere, and some of these places take a lot of kids. That means there are going to be multiple teams. Which team is your son going to be on? Which team are you going to play on? First, second, third? You can play on the third team and get better and get developed, but will you be placed? Who's your competition going to be? Like, What teams are you playing against? Are college coaches going to watch just the first team, or are they going to come watch the third team? Who is the coach that's calling on your behalf if you're on that team that has players 45 through 60 on it? Questions you need to ask. Okay, And then... Like I said, placement. That's the most important thing about the post-grad year process. Who is going to place you? What is their history? What are their connections? How can they help you? So my main thesis sentence on all of this is do your due diligence. If you look at college rosters across America, there are kids on all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, that have played at basketball academies, your non-traditional brick-and-mortar prep schools. So you can go to college from these places. That's not what we're talking about right here. We want to make sure that you know everything you can, you're asking the right questions, you're doing your due diligence, and you're making sure you're going to a safe place where your kid's going to have good nutrition, good coaching, good placement, and a safe environment. All right? Ask these questions. You know, if something doesn't feel right in your gut, take that seriously. All right? Not everyone out there in the basketball world is doing this for the right reason. So, unfortunately, that's why we have to have this conversation. I wish basketball academies were safe. I wish they had histories of placement. I wish you could trust everyone you talk to because that would be more options for kids. And kids out there today need as many good, healthy, safe options as possible. And unfortunately, there are some bad actors out there that um, it's just ruin it for a lot of other people. Last thing, Bishop Sycamore. Look up Bishop Sycamore. That's a fake school that was started by some scandalous guys that made national news trying to play IMG Academy and they got blown out and it's not a real school and it was fraudulent and that's the thing we want you to avoid. So if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at my website, prepathletics.com and uh, I'll try to give you as much information as I can. Just do your due diligence. That's all I can say over and over again. So that was this mini episode here on the Prep Athletics Podcast. If you like it, feel free to subscribe to me on any of the major platforms. Uh, YouTube's got a lot of bonus videos on there. Subscribe there. Go to my website, sign up for the newsletter. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more information. But uh, I wanted to share this with you today since this was the most uh, the, the topic I spend the most time on talking to people about and warning people about too. So there'll be a big article coming out with more 
uh, information on it, but this is the overview. So any questions, let me know. In the meantime, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.